that there would be an anointing. This morning I was thinking, I want to be in the light as he is in the light. So we, we ask for uh, light to be spread upon our paths through the word today. Amen. Bless in the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 We, we do. I want to I somehow bless you this morning to be encouraged. You know, it, it was, a, for me, a week of travailing, intercession, you know, and speaking to God and, and seeking the Lord. And, it's, you know, and in, in the worship now, I was thinking about so many instances that, you know, in the stories of the Jesus, the examples that Jesus used, or even in the Old Testament, that God, he looks for some level of persistence from our side. You know, you know that tense in the Greek is like when it says, knock, and keep knocking. Seek, and keep seeking. Pray without ceasing. You know, and a lot of times we, we don't get it the first time, and then if we don't, if we don't persist, we don't get it. You know, there's that, that story of that Jesus teaching how to pray, and he talked about the widow and the, the, the judge that would not listen to her, but because she was so persistent. And there's a sense there that says that she was almost like hitting him in the eye. You know, for him to pay attention to her. You know, and, and I think that a lot of times we... We get a promise like Abraham. He, he had a, a promise of a son. And then he found a way to fulfill that promise by having I, uh, Ishmael. And God said, no, that's not the way I want it. I'm going to fulfill by Sarah. It's going to be a miracle. You know, and a lot of times we can get disappointed when things do not happen the way that we want. Or all of our efforts seem to be paying no results, but God is looking for us to come before him, you know, so I bless, I'm blessing each one of us here, just keep knocking, keep seeking, keep talking to the Lord, keep, you know, because he wants to answer and he wants to give, but he wants, you know, our, our drive to be him, nothing else, okay, so I want to, I want to bless this because I'm going to read this again. There is one body and one spirit, Ephesians 4, verse 4. Just as you also were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of God, Christ's gift. And therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives and gave gifts to man. Okay. So whenever you're born again, right? I'm going to go get there, but I want you to suggest to you this week that you meditate in all the times that God gave you a promise or that he met you. 
because that, that's what I, I, I've been doing. I'm, I'm going before the Lord, throwing everything on the fire. You know, I, I don't know if this is, it was you or not. You know, I don't know if this came from you or not. So here, you put it through the fire and then things get burned out. You know, the ash, the wood, the hay, stubble. Yeah, that was not from the Lord. But a lot of things come back. And the gold and the silver and the precious stones. And then you hold on to that. You hold on to what was real in your walk with God, even if you hit bumps on the road and you get disappointments. And sometimes it comes and takes stuff away from you. No, no, you're, you're not getting this right. Let me take this away from you. But I, I like that song, The Love of the Lord, because it says, we are emptied so that he may fill us. You know, and, and a lot of times he, it seems like he comes and takes everything away from us, but because he wants to give us the true thing. And I, I want to bless that for us this morning, okay? So, uh, I'm going to read a couple of verses here, and I want to just bless this. You know, that was what the Lord was speaking to me this week, and then it got confirmed, you know, a couple of times during the week, and one time this morning, in 2 Timothy 1.6. And it says, For this reason I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. So this is Paul writing to Timothy, you know, Timothy had been sent to these churches all over the place, and, and Paul is, like, concerned about Timothy. And, and it, I think that if he's saying this, it's because Paul needed, or Timothy needed this. And I think that sometimes, a lot of times, we need it. You know, stir up. You know, rekindle. You know, like that, that fire that's almost going out, and you just... Blow on it. You know, you tend of it. You take care of it. Yes, right? So, Lord, we, we, that's what I, I want to say. Lord, I, I don't mind being empty, but I want you to fill me. I want you to come by, like all these songs that we were singing about the Holy Spirit. You know, if you have the Holy Spirit, you have gifts. You may forget about your gift. You may leave your house without your gift. You may even think that God took it away from you because things that happen in your life, but he never takes those gifts away. The gifts were not given because we deserved, because we earned them, but it's by grace. Right? So, and he's saying here in Ephesians, like, he gave gifts to all men. So I, I, I'm looking, Lord, okay, what is the gift? What is the gift that is hidden in each one of us here that we need to rekindle and we need to stir up, stir up? 1 Corinthians 14, pursue love and strive for the spiritual gifts, and especially that you may prophesy. For those who are speaking in a tongue do not speak to other people, but to God, for nobody understands them, since they are speaking mysteries in the Spirit. 
On the other hand, those who prophesy speak to other people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. Those who, uh, on the other hand, those who prophesy speak to other people for their upbuilding, edification, encouragement, and consolation. So we were talking about the purpose when we come together. When we come together, there has to be a purpose. And I think that a lot of times we come because we need encouragement, consolation, edification. We need to learn. We, we need to come and be equipped and learn how to walk and use, exercise our gifts. You know, we come to, number one, I think that to be put back together, be mended, be restored, be healed, and then start exercising our gifts. Speaking to one another in truth, the body builds itself up. You know, so it's all put together. So, let's go. On the other hand, those who prophesy speak to other people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. You know, it's not that prophets, oh, we, you know, we, we can just talk and be walking and exercising this gift. You know, it doesn't have to be religious or, or you know, it, it just has to be, you know, like we will do it later. To, we're going to bless Anita. We're going to bless one another and say, hey, let's rekindle those gifts. Those who speak in a tongue build up themselves. When you, speak, you pray in tongues, you're edifying yourself. You know, you're just creating this channel between you and the Lord. And then you don't need to understand, bypasses your mind, but it's feeding your spirit, right? But those who prophesy build up the church. Now, I would like all of you to speak in tongues, but even more to prophesy. One who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets, so that the church may be edified, right? The point here is when we come together is that we understand each other. And we not just, you know, making noise, but we're building one another up. Okay, and then going back to 1 Corinthians 12 now. And I bless this for us because I, I'm sure that the Bible is the Word of God. And I'm sure that there, there are hidden gifts. You know, and it's like, it's almost like standard equipment, right? You buy a car, you expect the four wheels and the spare. You know, you're not asking too much to have, you know, a functioning car when you buy it with everything included. You know, so to me, when God built each one of us, it's, it comes with everything. And I just need to learn how to, you know, read the manual <laughs> and learn everything that my car can do. But the warranty is 
<laughs> no, there's no warranty. Because eternal life, we're going to keep doing this forever. <laughs> we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep learning and maturing. You know, and I think that the more I, I, I that's what I think. In, on this side here, I want to learn and grow as much as I can. You know, and anyways. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom. And to another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. And to another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy to another discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. And all these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. I don't know how many million cells we have in our bodies, right? And how many organs and all of that. But each one has a very specific gift, function. You know, and, and I think that I, I, I believe, and that's what I'm believing in. That's what I, it's my intercession with the Lord. Lord, you promised. You spoke a word. You gave us, like to Joseph, dreams and visions. You know, and, but he, Joseph, was able to be persistent until the end. Even when he was in, in, the, in the prison cell, he was exercising his gifts of interpreting dreams of, you know, being a blessing to others, organizing the prison. You know, he was put, always, you know, walking in his gifts. You know, and the Lord blessed him in the end. And I believe that there is something about to happen that eye has not seen, ear has not heard. You know, but it, it will take those with that persistence, you know, to be there and to see it and participate in it. Amen. And Romans 11:29 says, and this is Romans 11 is speaking about Israel. You know that we were grafted in, but he said, but hey, Israel can also be brought back. Everybody can be saved. You know, and then he says because the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable. You know, when God gives you, you know, this is a, such a religion, wrong religious idea that we, we get something from God because we deserve it. 
And then if you make a mistake, he's going to take away from you, and then you're done. And now you have to be happy and satisfied with nothing. You know, when he gives, he gives. You know, and, and we talked about the prodigal son, and the prodigal son came, oh, I'm not worthy anymore. I can be just a slave. And the father said, no, 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 you're a son. Restore to him everything. All he's looking for is somebody to return to him. And I'm glad that, Lord, restore the joy of your salvation. Restore that, that hunger for your presence and that, that ability to communicate with your spirit and to receive and to ask. It says, anybody lacks wisdom? Ask. Instead of just feeling, oh, I don't have a gift. I don't have wisdom. I do not know how to prophesy. I do not. So ask him. Ask him because he is not going to put you down for asking. You know, so that like this song will make us more aware of your presence. Ask for more awareness. Amen? There's a verse in James 4, 5. And it says, Or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. What God is looking for, this is what I believe. Uh, NASA is going to release some new pictures of the universe, of this new thing that they sent out there to go to where places that no, no, they could never take pictures before. You know, and everybody's saying that everybody's going to be blown away. You know, because of the vastness of the universe. And then I, I look at the, the nature and just this one tiny dot, this planet Earth, in, in the middle of this universe, huge. And I look at the diversity, you know, of plants and birds and fishes and animals and, and then people. And each one has a especially human beings that were created in the image of God, each one has this breath of God, has this spirit deposited. You know, that God is saying he jealously desires the spirit which he has made to dwell in us. Think about that. He, he's jealous about the gift of the Spirit that you have. Because it's part of what he's going to use to do what he's doing in the church right now. Or in the world right now. It's not limited to the church. It's going to be over everywhere. God is not limited to church. I think that a lot of times God is way more active outside. <laughs> You know, and, and meeting people everywhere. You know, it's not, I, I am, I bless this for us. Yeah. You know, I bless this for us. I'm, I'm excited. You know, and we, we, we finished reading Isaiah. And I'm, I have to confess, it was not 
always easy because it has some pretty difficult parts to understand there. But it was good to be together and reading and talking and, and laughing, you know, and, and just learning. And we're going to now start Jeremiah. And I got my new copy of this book, Run With the Horses. And it's a verse that says, if you're tired of running with people, how are you going to run with horses? You know, how are you going to compete with people that are running on horses? You know, and, and it was, it's talking about the, the life of Jeremiah. He's called the weeping prophet. Because it, it was always, like, hard for him to see what was happening in his own life. You know, but he never gave up. <laughs> he never stopped speaking. He never stopped prophesying. He never stopped encouraging the people. You know, exhorting the people. Like, come on. Come back to the Lord. Return to the Lord. Return to the Lord. And a lot of times we confuse prophecy with speaking to, you know, to... Foreseeing. <laughs> yeah, foreseeing things. But a lot of the prophets in the Old Testament, they, they were the mouthpiece of God speaking to the people to encourage them, to correct them, to discipline them, to say, hey, repent, return. You know, and, and I... I I am feeling in that in my spirit. It's time to return. It's time to return to the Lord. You know, I was talking before the service about this story of this woman that she didn't didn't have a son. You know, but Elisha would travel by, and then she asked her husband, "Let's build the prophet a room on the top of her house." so that he can rest when he's traveling. You know, and it was so real to me this week because then, you know, Elisha asked her, what do you need? What can I do for you? You know, and she said, I don't need anything. My life is great, you know. But then the servant told Elisha, she, didn't have a, a, any kids, you know, children. And then the prophet said, okay, next year, you're going to have a son. And then right on, she got her son. This is uh, Second Kings 4. And then her son was grown up already, working with the father at the farm and during the harvest time. And he said, oh, my head, my head, and then he was not feeling good. The father sent him home to be with his mom, and he died in her arms. She put her, her son on the room that she built for the prophet, on his bed. And she didn't talk to anybody. She just went to her husband, I need a servant and a donkey. And she went, and the husband said, what, what's happening? What's wrong? And she said, all will be well. All will be well. You know, instead of complaining or even wasting her time, you know, talking to other people, she said, I, I, I'm, I know who I'm going to talk to. So she, was, she knew where the prophet was, and she started like, she told the servant, run as fast as you can, okay, with this donkey. And then the prophet saw her from afar, and she, he sent her, 
his servant. She didn't even talk to the servant. <laughs> you know, and then she got to Elisha and he asked, well, what's wrong? I said, I don't care. You come, you're coming with me. I'm paraphrasing the whole story. You know, first the prophet sent her, the servant with the staff was said, okay, you go. You know, something is wrong. You go with, with my staff. You go with my authority. And, and she said, I'm not leaving without you. Yeah, so she said, I didn't ask for anything. But it was because of you and your word that I got that son, and I want it. <laughs> now I want it. You know, and I was thinking about that, you know, how we, we go to the father. We go with, with like that widow speaking to the judge. Say, I'm going to, I didn't ask for any of this. I didn't ask for dreams and visions and prophecies and words. You know, and all those meetings with the Lord were real. And those words were confirmed. But now you make them alive. You stir up the gifts. And you restore to health, to shalom, to peace, complete restitution and restoration. I bless that for each one of us. You know, I bless the gifts. You know, that I, I've, I've seen it, I felt it, I heard it. You know, I heard the words of the Lord from everyone here. And, and it's time for me that we stir up. You know, it's not necessarily what we do, but how we do it, how we be it. Not how we do it. It's a lot of times we, we confuse a lot of doing. It's always performance, but it's how we be it. You know, how we be it. Not, not get lost in, in the how to do things. Because we, we did everything in so many different ways already. But now it's how we're going to be it. Yeah. How we're going to be these functioning members of the body of Christ all the time. Yes. Amen. Yes. I, 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 this book, if you haven't read it, you don't need to read it. But it, it was such a blessing for us. You know, when you know, we were going through this hard time and then First, somebody loaned it to Debbie. Then Debbie said, oh, I need to read it. I need to get my copy. You know, and then I lost that copy, and then I had to buy a new one. But, but it, it is such a, uh, you're going to experience the life of Jeremiah, and it's going to be fun to go through the book of Jeremiah and, and really, you know, have a, a different idea of how is the life of a prophet. Yeah, this is by Eugene Pearson. Run with horses. <laughs>